Is this a video podcast or do you do it all audio? No, just audio. Because I did not put on any makeup or anything. But <laughs> Me also, neither. So. I don't care that much. Yeah, I was talking to another lady doing LARP out loud. I was like, is it super weird for you to put on makeup and then just like do a thing on the internet and then not go anywhere and take it off? <laughs> she was like, yes. Welcome to 321 Lay On Podcast, podcast about live action roleplay and part of Next Level Nerd Podcast Network. On this show, we try to meet people and talk to interesting LARPers to learn as much about the hobby of LARPing as we can and just anything else related that we happen to find interesting and then share it with the world and make it a beautiful LARPing place to be. Joining me today, we have a new person on the scene, we'll say, uh, a LARP content producer making content and videos on Facebook and YouTube, Shiv. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks Good. for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So you just got started doing this stuff, right? Yeah, um, just last month I started on YouTube, but I haven't super figured that out yet. And then I switched to Facebook um, a couple, like I think three weeks ago. Okay. Um, and that's been really positive. Like I, um, I've been involved in a lot of great conversations there. Um, and seem to be reaching people. So that's exciting. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And so people can multitask, listen to the podcast on their phone and look at the Facebook. How can they find it? <laughs> um, so it's actually, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash good LARP, like all one word. And nice. that will get you to my page, um, which is called Shiv LARPs because that's, the name I go by when I'm LARPing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is there a story behind the name or you just came up with it? Um, so I had a character named Siobhan, um, but her nickname was Shiv. Um, and then uh, I wound up good joining AmpGuard because I met some AmpGuarders. Mm -hmm. And then I started going by Shiv there. And I like having that layer of protection um, because, like, professionally, I'm a teacher and I've had people like very oddly threaten to like out me to my job or something. I, I don't mm. know. I just don't want I don't want those two streams to mix too much. So sure, yeah. I just have yeah. a, a secret identity. It's fine. That's fine. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, and yes, it'd be awesome if we could all live in a world where nobody cares what you do as long as you're not hurting anybody in your free time. Uh, right. But that's not the case. And there's things out of our control. If school board or whomever isn't into that, then why risk it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's learn more about yourself. Uh, when you got started LARPing, how you found out about it, what made you want to do it and all that. So, like, you have to think back 1997. Like, we did not have the internet like this or anything like I was still right. using DOS shell if you know what that is so um we were in this basement store in Muncie Indiana called the Wizard's Keep and I oh my gosh I'm like talking about I can smell this basement and like we're down there getting dice for our tabletop vampire game and some guy sees the book and he's like oh hey I run a LARP here for that and I was like you can dress up and wear costumes and play your character. And so I was I was underage 
just showed up at a troop game, no waivers. I mean, this is the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. And just pretended to be a vampire sneaking out behind my parents' back because they were not okay with this weird hobby at all. Um, and I've been hooked and been in in the games ever since. So that's what happened. Nice. That's cool. Um, yeah, never vampire LARP to myself, but definitely had a lot of friends that I LARP with now, that's what they got started at. Uh, thought they'd never hold a foam weapon in their life, but now they're... Uh, <laughs> out there fighting dragons with the rest of us. Yeah, right? <laughs> I used to, I did have that attitude. Like, I don't know about this fighting part of it. I just mm-hmm. want to dress up and tell stories. So I do yeah. remember that. Long yeah. Ago. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the reasons I think I started the podcast was there's so many different ways to get into it, different ways to do it. Um, because I didn't know anything else other than, you know, basically live action D&D with foam weapons um and so come to find out there's all kinds of things don't involve weapons at all uh but definitely want to try out that, you know doing that, this kind of thing i think i want to just try out everything at this point <laughs> that's super cool like that's why i started doing um the shiv warps thing is because i'll run where i am now is i'm traveling around and just exploring warping and i run into so much awesome stuff and i'm like we LARPers need to talk to each other yeah. um, and like share what's amazing. And uh, that's kind of, that's my clearly stated nefarious plan. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, I dig it. Let's go. Cool. And then from there, um, what, what's, what happens next? What other LARPs have you tried? So I did um, vampire LARPing troop. And then when I w- was of age, I joined the Camarilla for a little bit. And then there was like some drama related to me and all my friends quit. So I quit. Um, and then I did um, more troop vampire LARPing. Uh, and then I joined the Mind's Eye Society, which is the Camarilla, and like ran a vampire game for a while. Um, and then I did, there were some local games in Indianapolis, once Trials of Terra Nova. So that's like pretty standard American boffer LARPing fantasy. Um, and then that game spawned, like we met some amazing people there mm-hmm. that created a game called Wanderlust, which was pretty unique fantasy. It was like fantasy plus American revolution. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So it was like this one little fantasy nation that you know, was conceived in liberty that all folk, because not just one species, um, are created equal. And it was, oh, it was cool. that was cool. That was a really cool aesthetic and, and plot to play in. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I played another game called uh, Kishar, um, which is like Arabian Nights inspired fantasy. I still play that game to this day. And um, I joined my bestie, uh, green headband, Andy Rue, Um that's his nickname now, but um, I joined him in running some night plot for them. So I'm kind of involved on that level, but mostly I just play that. Um, I play, Oh, sorry. Hold on. In but so in between Wanderlust, Kishar paused, those got super obsessed with dystopia rising. Okay. Yeah. And then I um, am back at Kishar now. 
So that's the progression there. Um, I'm also playing a LARP called Garden of Destinies that is run in Tennessee. It's by a, a team out of Atlanta mostly um, on a LARP that is one of the most unique genres I have ever seen in LARPing called After the End. Um, and that one happens in Possum Trot, Tennessee, four times a year. And the site is amazing. <laughs> I love games so much. Um, and I'm also playing a game out in Kansas City called Britannus, um, which they have a site that they have kind of sort of tangentially own enough okay. to be able to custom clear the site for LARPing. And if you are a person that's like, I have land, I want to LARP on it, you should go to Britannus and see what they did. Because, oh, that's cool. oh man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and is that it? Oh, I'm going to go to Damrung. I haven't been. Okay. Damrung or Damrung, I'm not sure how you say it. Um, I haven't been to that one. So I'm really excited. The rule book is 15 pages, you guys. It's so like, <laughs> and it's all there just to support um, collaborative storytelling. Mm -hmm. So I'm really pumped to try that one. And I'm doing something that I don't normally do for Damn Wrong. I am playing a horrible person mm. right out the gate without already knowing the people that I'm LARPing with, which I kind of, as a policy, quit doing that because then people are like, you're horrible because they only know right. you in your character. And like, <laughs> not everyone's going to manage that bleed. They're just going to be like, no, you're clearly terrible because your character is. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. So it's That's been pretty much nonstop since over 20 years. Yeah. Um, I think I like, there was a minute where I was just doing like tabletop somewhere in there. Sure. <laughs> so I think it was like in between the vampire LARPing and the vampire LARP running. Mm -hmm. There was like some college time where I was just doing tabletop. Yeah. But oh, That's cool. I like hearing those stories because uh, me and my brother who do this podcast, we had taken a pretty long break really for no mm -hmm. reason other than got busy and yeah, nobody else was so gung-ho about going that it motivated us. Um, so we did it for just a few years in high school and then took a break for over 10 years. And now we just got back into it. and We're like, oh, man, we forgot right. how awesome this was. And it's just kind of grown and expanded and incorporated so much new stuff since since we first did it. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's why we like talking to other people about it. <laughs> that's that's so cool. Good. So it sounds like a pretty good area for for LARPers. I know where I was LARPing, East Coast-ish, mm -hmm. New Jersey area is pretty pretty full of LARPs. Uh, but where I'm at now, they in Western Pennsylvania, it's kind of not a lot of options. Like there's oh. a couple in Pittsburgh that I've done, and they're just they're good, but they're not the style I like, and then there's the closest oh, ones like two or three hours away, so I'm sort of in this LARP like? limbo. Um, well, the game we were playing was uh, you know, Lightest Touch, Buffer, okay. Fantasy, uh, okay. pretty heavy role-playing too. Is it, They do a good mix. The reason I'm asking is because I'm involved in a team that's building a LARP in Ohio that uh, might not be too far from you. Sure, yeah. But, I mean, we're um, not far from the Ohio border. Yeah, and if you want involved in that, um, it's Project Pillow Fort, if you search on Facebook. Oh, that does sound familiar. Maybe I saw it on some <laughs> Yeah, and 
We just did like they just did the first combat test. Okay. So it's in development, and there is some stuff there that I have never seen before in a LARP, and that is really fun. And I've signed an NDA, so that's all I can tell you about it. Unless you also sure. go sign an NDA, <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> you no, might. That sounds awesome. Just your your LARPing wishes may be granted. And go. then I'm going to do um, Velvet Noir in Pennsylvania, um, but it's more Eastern PA. And I'm going to do, um, I've always wanted to go to Dead Legends, but it's just so far. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that. I know of it. Yeah. I know a few people that play. Yeah. I feel like the podcast and, you know, your Facebook, YouTube thing gives you a good excuse to be like, well, I got to create content. I got to go out there and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. And I'm a teacher. So like. Um, there's certain times of year that I can't LARP at all and certain times of year where it is not ridiculous to be like, LARPing every weekend! Woohoo! Right. <laughs> so, there you go. Where was Shiv born? Which yeah. LARP was that? Uh, Shiv was born in Dystopia Rising. Okay. So, what was that character like? So she, I tend to really gravitate towards playing religious characters. Um, so she was like, a basically like a religious hardliner high priestess of people following their bliss and consent culture. Um, and she manifested, she actually, like, I did not care. I know some people have very strong feelings about glitter. Like, let me just preface this. I honestly did not care about glitter at all. And then I played this character and she manifested her own personal, like, I'm going to have a good effect on people. Um, by literally glitter like coming out of her skin and getting everywhere and that was her her makeup for the type of race that she was mm -hmm. and there's probably gold glitter all over that entire game even though i haven't been there for like a year plus <laughs> so and now i like glitter a lot i didn't before i was indifferent so um I don't know that I have a strong opinion or have heard much of this, the people <laughs> specifically <laughs> about glitter. Yeah. There's some people that really have strong opinions about glitter. Like I'm, I'm like, you know, it comes off in a bubble bath, right guys? Like, just, like bubble bath gone. Like, trust me. And yeah. then, um, so yeah, she was interesting. So that's where the name came from. Um, so I do tend to gravitate towards religious characters. So I've got her and then I've got a character that I'm making for Damrung who is very hard line. Like there is one God. Okay. And she's going to do whatever she has to, to make other people believe that there is one God and that that's how they should live their life. And so she's going to be kind of a bad guy. I think in a lot of other people's stories. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty comfortable with that, especially because at that game, I can pop out and just be a happy crownlander when I feel the need to. Because mm. going edge lording is fun, but going like that for a whole weekend is like, okay, I need some, sure, yeah. I need to come sure. up for air. <laughs> like, right, yeah. And then, like, let's see, I got another character who's like a general, like a, a sacred lich kind of general of the empire of Tyat Ray and that's in uh, garden of destinies. So she's running around in her, what she views as her afterlife, um, supporting the divine order of people staying together. This is religion again, like every character. 
Well, Bahari, that's my Kishar character. She is a necromancer and she really doesn't care about much other than just what's going on. Like what, what's going to give me the most pleasure in this moment. I'm going to go for it. Um, she's, she's nutty. Oh, can I tell you the story? This is funny. Sure, please. So this is LARPing and then non LARPers show up. This is one of those stories. Okay. Okay. So we are in this church camp and this camp is beautiful and they have the um, trees planted. I'm guessing from people from the church. I'm not really sure. And memorial. And this was not, and it was Mother's Day weekend. And this was not a salient fact to me before, but it is now because we were running a plot line where we had to take care of a prison riot. The Sultan's like prison was, you know, um, somehow magically destabilized and we had to go like fix that. Mm -hmm. And so we were in the worst part of the prison because it's like a three-part mod. And there's this cannibal and he had like eaten the guards. And so I'm a necromancer. So I thought it was a great idea to res the guards. And like the, the GM was like, there's like half a body. And I was like, yeah, I still do it. I pick him up. And so he's like, okay, fine. So he like role plays the body. And like we find the cannibal and we beat the cannibal down. And then I like throw the zombie with the command to eat onto the cannibal. And then I stand there and I'm like, I love necromancy. And I look up and there's all of these people that are not LARPers getting out of their cars kind of like. <laughs> Luckily, this game is a low immersion game. So no one was in makeup. Mm. <laughs> like, so they didn't. I don't think they could suss out what my character had just done. But. We just went in the house and took a water break until they were. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So that was fun. So yeah, I got a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah. The picture on your Facebook page, a very green character with leaves. Oh, that's the that's the American Revolution LARP. I was a dryer. Okay. Oh Ooh. yeah. Yeah, she Love was it. cool. Um, yeah, I loved it too. That was that was fun times. The guy who ran that um, is running a game called Tea with Dragons right now, which I think is a One World by Night changeling game in Bloomington, Indiana, that I've heard very good things about. So, what did you call it? One One World um, by Night. Yeah, so it's a it's a night nationwide LARPing organization like oh, cool. um, the Camarilla or Mind's Eye Society or something like that, and they do White Wolf. So, oh okay, gotcha. yeah, yeah, I. Not the most, I don't know what the word is, but <laughs> like keep up on everything, LARP or know everything yet. Like it's kind of been a slow getting back into it. Yeah, there's so much. There's all these little nooks and crannies and then like where you live and the kind of LARP you got started with is what you're going to even know about, which is like what I want to do with my page. And also like regionally, I made a Facebook group and I just fuss at people about about once a week and I'm like what are you LARPing this weekend share it so we can yeah. all play like it's <laughs> I don't know what it is about like games it's like you don't think to really promote and like network and put it out there so I'm like well I, that's I'm good at making connections so let's do that and connect mm -hmm. all these wonderful things that are happening so people can Make the choices that are really good fits for them and have really awesome experiences. And I mean, 
yeah, let's have fun together. Totally. Pretty passionate that we look at LARP as a larger community and think about ourselves in that way and interact in that way. I think that's a positive thing to do. Is that sort of the idea or mentality behind good LARPs? You had that as your Facebook tag, and I think Mm -hmm. I saw it somewhere else. I don't know, unpack that a bit for us, how you want the community to grow and, you know, sort of your motivation behind this whole endeavor. Okay. So I want, very specifically, I want us to have it be a normal and easy thing to run into each other's good ideas and to use each other's good ideas. Um, I think this probably comes from my background as a teacher because that is something teachers do constantly and professionally and it makes things really really good and there is a lot of crossover between managing a classroom effectively and managing a LARP community (laughs) effectively I am not calling LARPers children (laughs) don't get me wrong there are some <laughs> differences in terms of agency and so on and so forth, but community management is community management. Um, so from the outer character perspective, um, you know, I run into professionals that are like trained customer service managers and they're like in a LARP and they're like, what are they, what are they doing? <laughs> you know? And so I've just had so many of those conversations and I'm so stressed out about it. And I was like, this, you know, we're going to, we're going to do what we can with the skills that we have. So that is a hundred percent. My, my point is that we get exposed to good ideas. We talk to each other. Um, and we're able to, uh, build on the good that one another is doing, Mm -hmm. um, instead of everyone having to be an Island and go it alone, which is what LARPing was when I started. It was just troop games based on books. Um, with, I, we had like the Camarilla and I guess like Nero. And then we had the live action combat sports or lax like um, DAG and Amp Guard and all of them been around for forever. Mm-hmm. So we had those kind of overarching things, but we didn't have like, hey, let's all come together. Hey guys, AmpGuard does amazing stuff with battle games that are really fun and we can use that to inform buffer combats on story-based mm-hmm. LARPs. And like we just need to talk to each other. So that's that's what I want to do. I'm gonna find it, I'm gonna talk about it, I'm gonna get other people talking about it and be like, you guys should talk. <laughs> there you go. So no, that's perfect. And then definitely something that sounds uh, like community can use and uh, you know, yeah, only makes the community and the and the games better as a whole. Yeah, and then I'm a little vain too, and like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, like I will absolutely have moments where I'm gonna show you my costumes and talk about my experiences, and honestly, sharing pictures of myself in costume gets a lot of attention, and then I'm like, oh, maybe if I have your attention. You'll you'll look at this idea about how to provide content to buffer games that isn't just we have volunteer NPCs being the bad guy all the time. Or um, you'll look at my idea. The one I just posted, I was so nervous to post, but I was like, no, this needs to be said, was what abusive grooming is, like grooming someone so that you can take advantage of them. 
like how to recognize it, how it tends to manifest in LARP and, and what to do about it. So I just posted that one. I haven't really super shared it yet, but that was, I was nervous. I'm like, oh no. Sure. Also, people need to hear this. Right. Yeah. And that's uh, tends to happen, I think. The things that are important are the ones you get the most nervous about or, you know, you kind of worry about the most. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't care, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't important sure. or valuable to you. Well, and I got so much pushback on, and I didn't call anyone a racist. I, I made a video that was like, hey, we're awkward people because we're nerds and we're LARPers. And I get that. Like, here are two things that people do that we should not be doing to LARPers of color because that's not okay. Mm -hmm. And people were like, you said the word white people. You're the real racist. Like, over and over people said that to me. And, like, it was just some weird pushback. And I, was, I did not expect, I was surprised. Mm. My friends were like, why are you surprised? And I'm like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just live in the liberal bubble of Indianapolis. Like, I don't know why I was surprised. But Sure. So if somebody checks out your Facebook page or YouTube, what are the kind of things uh, they can expect to, to see or hear? So you are going to see um, awesome costume pictures, and there's probably going to be an Instagram here in a minute. So now that school's out, um, okay. you can see videos that talk about specific like LARP features or content that you can steal and put in your LARP. Um, that's it's laid out there in a pretty easy to digest format. And so you can just watch the video and then your brain's going to be like, Oh, this is how it connects to my game. And you're going to be able to make awesome content. So that's helpful. If you are a person that has to design content for LARP weekends, um, you are also going to see stuff if you're a person that just wants to play that is either my own idea or what's going to be more common is other great ideas that I run into about how to do characterization, how to do um, maybe some costuming. I, don't, I feel like there's people out there that are better than me at costuming that are sure. already doing that. So, <laughs> um, But you're going to see stuff that you can take to your game and think about how you play. And I think that I have a lot to offer in that area because of my background as a teacher. Like I have mm -hmm. all these little tricks and ways that you may not have thought about as a LARPer before um, that can really amp up your play experience for yourself, but also for the people around you. Um, nice. And then sometimes you are gonna see stuff that's heavy. That's like, hey guys, our communities have a problem with abusers using this as a place to find their next victim. Mm -hmm. And it literally just takes learning the terminology and what to watch for. The video is like five minutes long. You can learn that and you can stand against it instead of your only recourse being to stand against it once it's exposed and it's too late and someone's been traumatized and right. hurt very badly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just stuff that's going to make your game better and make the game of everyone around you better. And then you're going to hear about specific games um, that range all the way from like basically Kansas all the way to like 
eastern Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, um, and as far south as uh, Tennessee, Georgia area. So if you're in any of those areas, um, definitely you want to check out those games. And then if you're not in those areas, you might still be interested because, I mean, I'm doing stuff like going to Texas for the night in question. Um, so I travel a lot. So I can kind of be your 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 little uh, advanced party, your scout. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing scouting for you, and then you can watch and see if it's something that's a good fit for you. So that's, yeah, that's what awesome. I'm doing. It's a lot. Why do I yeah. do this to myself? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, sounds fun. <laughs> and that's cool because a lot of people, I think, may be hesitant or they're not sure about checking something out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that can kind of, like you're saying, give them a, a sneak peek. Mm -hmm. um, like, I know a friend of ours, he was looking for a LARP and uh, <laughs> there was a couple in question. And then, he, like, he kind of found out one was, like, at someone's house and he wasn't, like, too sure mm. about that <laughs> for, you know, his very first LARP. Um, so they went with the other one. Um, but those yeah. kind of things, yeah, it's just good exposure for the LARPs can get people's you know feet wet or pique their interest. Yeah, absolutely. And I think some of the you know the stuff you're talking about, the heavier stuff, I don't want to speak for everyone, but it can be kind of hard to hear. But like you said, it's that's the only way to kind of deal with it, and, and the best way to deal with it, I guess, is mm -hmm. unfortunately some of the stuff exists and. If we don't talk about it, it's not going to yeah. wear. And I think for almost everyone, the reason for LARPing is to kind of get away, have fun, literally be yeah. somebody else. And that really, those things really spoil it. And so if nothing else, it's getting in the way of, you know, running a game, let alone yeah, uh, absolutely. really hurting people. Right. And I promise everyone on this planet, if you're proactive, because those things are going to happen either way. And if you take the approach of I'm going to be proactive and think about it before it's an issue, it saves you so much heartache and stress in your life. But I also promise that I'm not going to do like heavy, heavy videos every day. Like there's going to be a lot more. I think I've done two pretty weighty issues and the rest are, are really chill. So mm. <laughs> yeah. don't think that you have to just like be like, Social justice warrior resists like all the time on there. That's not the only thing we're doing. So I say we, I do not have a mouse in my pocket. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. I'm the only one. No, I think that sort of 80, 20 ratio works for a lot of things in life. Yeah. Um, for real. It can, it can keep you effective, but not burn you out or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know, in, yeah. in a lot of different ways. So I think it's smart. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about some stuff that just happened. What is some upcoming things or things in the future you kind of hope to do? Video wise, I had a bunch of feedback on the, I was talking about abusive grooming and everyone was like telling me about LARP hygiene. I was like, okay, I'm doing one on LARP hygiene. So okay. we're going to talk about how we clean our butts. And then we're going to talk about um, how I, I saw a really good question on one of the LARP groups. I mean, and I really can't remember which one it was, but it was like, how do you get in your character's headspace? So, well, I see that and I want that. And I was like, 
oh, okay, all those acting classes I took back in the early 2000s. All right, I'm here. I got you. <laughs> I, can te- I know how to teach and I have the skill. Let's do this. So Perfect. there's going to be a video about that. Like I said, there's going to be an Instagram. So that'll be fun because I have so many costumes and I love playing dress up. There's going to be a video about dealing with LARP-related trauma as an organizer and as somebody who is dealing with that trauma. Like an in-game or out-of-game? or both. Um, this is specifically focused around ostracization with the cancel culture really taking the LARP industry to some places. Um, I know a lot of LARPers that are traumatized, uh, are character assassinated, sometimes starting from poorly managed bleed on the part of someone who kind of has a lot of the, the power over the game and leading into, I have a conflict with this character too. This player needs to go. So um, I have also run into organizers that are amazingly kind and understanding and probably because they walk the road already um, and they're doing some things very small things that are just making things better so there's gonna be a video about that Um, that's probably the next heavy that'll come out Um, and then videos about games I'm going to because I'm going to damn wrong and I haven't before so I got to do that that's actually how this whole thing started so what happened was I was going to LARPs and I was just pumped about them and I would just get on Facebook live and ramble about the games. Mm-hmm. And then like someone was like, Hey, you should, you're like saying some really positive stuff. You should think about, you know, doing that. Yeah. Like they called it an influencer. And I was yeah. like, me? <laughs> they're like, yeah, you girl over there. And I thought about it and I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. So yeah, definitely me going on about the games I'm going to. So that's uh, pro- there's going to be more about Britannis because they've got some really unique stuff going on there. People need to hear about. It's going to be some about Damron because I haven't been. There's probably going to be some more about After the End because that is a game where in character I get to have recording equipment and in character get to interact oh, nice. with that. So I'm going to you're going to hear from Combustion St. James Roadborn. <laughs> extraordinaire this character is a trip she's she's very young she's very very young and she's touched by the internet in her brain directly interacts in her brain so she's an interesting lady um so you'll hear from her in a way we're all like that now i think yeah yeah you've ever spoken in a meme in real life (laughs) right that's that's super real um but she, That's cool. she's, she lives in a whole different world than we have. One foot in what they call the, um, the lattice, which is the, the nano wireless weave that surrounds the planet Earth after the fall of mankind. Mm-hmm. And one foot in reality. So cool. I get to really speak in metaphor and get my crazy narrativist on. And <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So yeah, you'll hear from that character. The rest of the times, it's like I can't really bring like a camcorder to damn run. Mm-hmm. No one yeah. wants that. <laughs> um, sure, that is the uh, trick of yeah. the stuff we kind of do is finding the right way to do it and the balance or whatever. Yeah, um, all the games that I've been to, they don't 
they don't mind it or people are either aware enough to not pay attention to it, you know? Yeah. And then running... It's annoying if people don't do it as covertly as they can. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, like, if they're really in your face. But then sometimes you're like, but I look so awesome right now. I'm going to pose, like... (laughs) (laughs) Super true. Oh, for me, at least. I don't know. Um, That's true. I... Oh, and I'm going to run some stuff. So I'm working... Uh, like I'm like an assistant in Kishar. So I'm an assistant to the guy doing the night plots there. Greenhead Bandy Roof, you know who that is. Um, you probably don't. It's okay. Um, and then there's, uh, I'm run- I applied to run a really weird Jeep form LARP where you're playing out a human conflict but you have this stuffed animal that says all the things that you don't say out loud. <laughs> and so we play tested it and we were just like falling out of our chairs. We our our play test was a meeting that should have been an email. And so <laughs> <laughs> you know anything about Jeep form, oh, once yeah. the scene gets stale, you end it and you just move on to a different scene idea. What so we were just form? Um yeah, Jeep form. Okay, no, I never heard of it. So Jeep form is not exactly scripted, but it's pretty on rails. Like the organizer provides, okay, so here's what's happening. Here's who you are. Here's who you are. Here's who you are. Or you can like workshop it and be like, who do you want to be? But here's what's happening. And then you play it and you just LARP for like 10, 15, 20 minutes until the scene gets stale. And then you mm-hmm. do it. Gotcha. Um, kind of like an improv that's from my class kind of thing. Yeah, I'm calling it Jeep form. That's fine. Yeah. I I don't know if that's 100% correct, you guys. I tried to find what genre this was, but I was like, we're going to LARP stuffed animals, and we're going to do conflict badly, and it's going to be hilarious and also help me work out my own issues with being bad at conflict. So this is what we're doing. But that's in Chicago at B-Con LARP. It's a very exclusive event. There's 80 tickets. Get oh yeah, in. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's near like an Elson Escon or something. Or yeah, it looks fun. things together. I'm pumped! I hope I get it. I hope they approve me. I hope I get to go. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. What stuffed animal did you use? Um, so I have. Oh, oh it's not a video podcast. So I can't show you, but I have a, a stuffed <laughs> narwhal named Nori because nice. one of my partners um he likes to put his finger on his nose and boop you and say that's a narwhal kiss and then he got me a narwhal and it is a rainbow sparkle oh. narwhal so that's the stuffed animal i used <laughs> it was fun i was like pointing at people with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's lots of opportunity there yeah it was really good so oh, that's awesome yeah sure, right. hopefully people listening are getting Good ideas from all this. If you want to steal it and do stuffed animal listeners, if you want to do a stuffed animal Jeep form and LARP, LARP silly complex, have that. Take my idea. <laughs> my uh, brother's <laughs> girlfriend LARP for the first time back in like February. Mm-hmm. And she, her character, she had these, um, what they called like fugly dolls or ugly dolls mm-hmm. or something like that. And so she had two of them and she would like, she kind of, I can't remember if it was like she'd hear what they were saying, but she would talk to them a lot. And it was kind of a lot of like, anytime she didn't know what to say, both in character and in real life, she just would kind of talk to Chester or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. Chester, Chester, we don't do that. That's such <laughs> a good really character. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's funny. So she would definitely be into this. All right. Yeah. Anything else kind of just LARP in general, 
um, the hobby, the community that's kind of been on your mind a lot? We sort of covered some things, but. The thing I'm super pumped about, and so I get kind of obsessive about things sometimes, just the way my brain works, and it's fine. Um, but I am super pumped lately about um, various ways to provide content for Boffer LARPs. Um, there's a very rambling Facebook Live video. There's going to be other videos. Um, but yeah, it turns out there's a, so much stuff out there that we can do. And that's the thing I'm just the most like, oh, I want to find everything. Tell me what you're doing. I want to steal it and tell everyone else. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. And so what do you kind of mean by that? Um, just ways to run mods or basically just um, things people can do at a LARP or. Oh, you're going to get me talking about, it. okay. So there's, <laughs> There's the there's what we're used to, which is we have people that go on NPC shift, and then there are the bad guys, and then we fight them mm -hmm. for various reasons. Um, then there's um, making uh, set resource management games that uh, cause interaction between characters to achieve their own self-determined goals, um, which is a lot of work on the front end. But then you can just let the LARP do its thing, um, which I just found out about. And I have not experienced. I'm excited to. Damrung does it. Velvet Noir does it. So, Scapegoat, the um, destination LARP in New York City. If you've seen that at all, they do it. Um, there, there's a ton of stuff. This, uh, this is like a 15 minute live video. Man, I watched. Go. If this interests you, if you want to hear about the different possibilities, go watch that video on the <laughs> page. <laughs> Nice. And then what do you see it? How do you see it kind of coming up later on Facebook? Uh, trying some out or just keep searching for more and sharing them? Or What I would like to do is I would, I would love to get people who are actually doing these things to come and talk to me. Mm -hmm. And then either they, they have time to like give me some quick notes and I just explain it or they come talk to me and that is an avenue for creators to be like, Oh, here are ideas I did not have. And here's how that's, that's what I like about the video is that it's not written. So cognitively when you're watching your, it's the least demanding cognitive thing. Sorry, getting into education theory a bit. So you can watch the video and then your brain can just connect to what you're already doing. Ideally I'd get people talking about it and then, creators can find those videos archived and just use them and be like, I need some more, <laughs> more ideas. Sure. Yeah. Your brain will take care of the rest. That's cool. And do these videos script a lot of things out, kind of just go off the cuff? What's kind of the prep work involved? So, um, I have an objective of like, by the end of this video, people will be able to do a thing. And then sometimes I get that in one take usually not usually it's me talking and i just use say what you're gonna say say what you say tell everyone what you just told them and that's like mm -hmm. the format i right. use so that's basically i'm not like i tried to sit down and do a script for about the heroes of rokugan thing and i didn't want to watch me and i love <laughs> and i didn't want to watch me and my partner, he's sweet. He's like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You, uh, 
<laughs> it is bad. Willing to leave it on the floor, as they say, or whatever, the cutting room floor. Yeah. Or, or redo it or whatever. No, I want people to pay attention. I have, a, a, my mission is too important for bad <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> so. Steal that and adopt it. Mission go for is too it. important for bad podcasting. <laughs> right? There you go. Cool. So what are uh, the best ways to catch all your your content or get in touch with you? Um, so you can like to... and follow um, Facebook uh, slash Good LARP um, on Facebook. Um, I have a YouTube channel that's SHI space V. So you, and you can get to that link from the Facebook page if you click the like learn more button. That's where it takes you. Um, so you can follow YouTube too. YouTube is not as good as Facebook um, because I have to do more to learn that. Um, so really Facebook's probably your best bet. Um, and you can send me messages and I will respond to them. I get them on my phone. So that's neat. If I'm at a LARP, I probably won't because I'm mm -hmm. LARPing. <laughs> if you like what you see and you believe in my mission, uh, the best thing you can do is like and follow, of course. But then um, share it when it's relevant to the conversation. Like, hey, this, you guys, this is what we're talking about. Let's, we've got our bubble and our circle that surrounds our game. Let's bring this in because this is something that's going to help us with what we're talking about. The best, best professionals in any field that I know see a good idea and take it and use it. And that's, that's my dream. You know, you don't have to remember my name or care about my amazing costuming. So you can maybe take it and use it. So again, that's Facebook forward slash good LARP. And that's what you want to look for. Or search for Shiv LARPs on Facebook. S-H-I-V LARPs. Perfect. Anything else you want people to know that we hadn't covered? or? I think that's it. Cool. Appreciate your time. It's uh, great you. talking to you and meeting you. Yeah, thank and, you uh, so much for having me on. Of course. And I think it's... Uh, a really cool project. I think that's what prompted me to kind of reach out. Um, and I think someone had shared it in some group I was in. Um, so someone's doing what you're asking. at least. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks so much, Shiv. It's great talking to you and looking forward to seeing more and talking in the future. Looking forward to checking out the LARP that you get to check out. Thank you for listening, everyone. This has been 321 Lay On Podcast. Visit nextlevelnerd.com. Check out all of our other podcasts. We cover movies, TV shows, comic books, gaming, all kind of fun stuff for nerds. Check out our Facebook page. We got uh, interesting articles that we find and tons and tons of memes for you to laugh at and share. Uh, you can find our shows and our Facebook and everything. Just Google or search Next Level Nerd anywhere. We appreciate you listening. And if you liked what you heard, give us a like, a subscribe, tell, tell a friend. It's all good. It helps us out. But until next time, LARP enthusiasts, thanks for listening. Remember, spread the word, spread the nerd. We're going to talk about how we clean our butts. Um, can I say that? Or, can I clean our butts? Say, yes. <laughs> it out. Just my potty mouth.